0: Relatable travel tips, and today we are doing the Philadelphia edition. We're very excited to bring this episode your way today, and we obviously have an expert on Philly who will be giving us all sorts of great insider tips, so we're really looking forward to it, and I'm curious to hear what Jared has to say about Philly as well. So without further ado, my great buddy Jared and my former Philadelphian, Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hello. Oh my gosh, everything is so different. Chad, where are you? Jared,
1: where are you? Well, if you listen to the Untranslatable Podcast, it all makes sense. Here, we're talking about Philadelphia in no better time than when I have. It's fresh in my mind. I just left. There might be some echo in this room because there's nothing in this room. Not yet. But we'll get to that later. But for now, spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. There will definitely be pictures of uh, Philadelphia that you're seeing, I assume. They're lovely, aren't they? And, yes, uh, they Twitter, are. Untranslatable1, the number one. Uh, email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, email us or slide into those DMs. Tell us where you would like us to go next on our untranslatable travel tips. We like to uh, serve the people. We're uh, for the people, about the people. Tell us where you want us to go. Uh, or, obviously, spread a little love. And, pleasure, Give us those five-star reviews. Listen, listen, everyone. I see the stats. You can't hide from me. (laughs) I know that not only do you listen to the Untranslatable podcast, but especially, you guys love the Untranslatable travel tips. Tell us how much you love us. Spread a little love. With those five-star reviews, please. That's right. Today. Spread all that love. Mm -hmm. Spread a little love. Today, we're talking about Philadelphia, my ex-hometown as of yesterday.
0: For what, four uh, years,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And so I guess who better to talk about Philadelphia than someone that's lived there for four years? That's, well, I can tell you That's this, right. There's a lot of people better.
0: <laughs> you're, you're a great you place to start, though, Jared. That's for sure. You don't give yourself <laughs> enough credit. And I will say... And to be fair? I will say, with our travel tips episode... Sorry, I, I forgot to mention this in the intro. We will be discussing uh, must-see attractions for Philly, some budget travel tips, what to watch out for... Mm-hmm where to stay, and also how long to stay. So any of you trying to plan your trips to Philly, this is the place to find out what to do, where to go, and what to avoid. So we're looking forward to bringing this to you. Every other Saturday.
1: Today is Saturday, July 6th. I I say this because obviously every single one of you is listening to this as soon as it comes out. That's right. So keep in mind, the next one will be out
0: July 20th. There we go. So, Jared, you were in Philly for four years. Yeah, And I'm just curious, you played tour guide a couple of times, if I remember correctly. A couple of times, yeah. Um, Yeah. What were some of the must-see attractions that you took people to when you were the tour guide?
1: Let me first start by saying, if you're not lucky enough to have me guide you around Philadelphia, there are two resources that I think are indispensable. One is Visit Philly, and that tells you all the sort of cool places to hit. Another one... It's called You Wish You Knew. And those U's are the letter U, not spelled out U. So U, the letter U. Wish, W-I-S-H. U, the letter U. Knew. And U, actually. So U, W-I-S-H, U, and That is indispensable if you're going to be in Philly. Because not only does that tell you just like the general hotspots, but that also tells you what's going on for the week. So it gives you like a week rundown of every sort of uh, live performance. Oh, that's fantastic. Every sort of like deal happening as far as museums and stuff like that. So if you're new there, for, I mean, even if you're not new and you live in Philadelphia, still use that if you've never used it because it's a great resource for not only the new people, but for people that live there and that just don't know about things that go on.
0: It's a great resource so for everybody, it seems like.
1: For sure. I use it all the time. And so as far as must-see goes, I guess we'll start out with the obvious. Mm -hmm. now anyone that's ever watched a movie has heard of rocky yep and uh what he does when he's working out is he runs up the quote-unquote rocky steps and crazy enough that's those steps actually lead to something (laughs) and they lead to one of the greatest art museums i'd say in the u.s so philadelphia institute of art philadelphia museum of art museum of of art there we go okay And it is one of the, I'd say, top art museums in the U.S. And, um, I mean, you're starting by, to get into it, I mean, there are multiple entrances, but the popular entrance is the Rocky Steps, and it's a huge staircase up to the front. And so anyone that likes movies or Rocky Steps will enjoy it. Hey, live a little. Many fregues. When you get to the top, do the jump, spin around, wave your (laughs) fist in the air. But after you're done with that, actually go into the museum. I've been there, I'd say, two or three times, and I've gotten nowhere close to seeing all of the art in that place.
0: Oh, I believe it. It looks giant from what I've seen.
1: I don't remember exactly, because I'm in a new place. I'm trying to meet my neighbors. Once again, listen to the Untranslatable podcast, not the the Travel Tips. We'll talk about this. But on specific days, I know it's a Wednesday, but I think it's maybe like the first Wednesday of the month. I, I don't know exactly. It's free. So if you go on the right day, you don't have to pay anything. But if you still go on the wrong day, wrong day, quote-unquote, you have to pay, but it's uh, it's nothing extravagant. Um, the good thing about uh, Philadelphia is there's a lot of museums. So I talked about the Philadelphia Museum of Art because it's the most famous Rocky Steps uh, Museum inside of there. It's the most famous. And there's also but a statue of Rocky as well, right? There is, right next to it. And I always, as the, um, the traveler, not the tourist... I always laugh at the people that I see, uh, like... Taking selfies there, in a front long, of it. a long line to get pictures in front of that. Oh, I believe uh, it. And so if, 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 you, if you feel like it's worth it, take a fi- picture in front of a, a metal Rocky. If not, just walk into the museum and see amazing art. You know, it's always crazy to me how like, there are so many art museums that are like world-renowned in the world, yet all of them have... No, I'm not going to say all of them, but so many of them are like filled with just, like, the highest quality of art. And it's just, like, it just mm-hmm. reminds me how much, like, endless art there is, you know? Oh, for and sure. And I love that. And, and Philadelphia is no, has no shortage of art. So another museum that, um, you know, I talked to Sydney, my uh, girlfriend. She is from Philadelphia. And so she has, like... Um, more knowledge than I do. Her favorite museum that I thought was worth mentioning was the Mütter Museum. And I say Mütter for a very specific
0: reason. I know, I know that museum has Einstein's skull or his brain or something. Well, maybe it does. I did not know that. <laughs> um,
1: the reason I, I only said Mütter for a very specific reason, because it's German for mother, but it's a, a, a physics museum. And so the thing about the... It's a physics-slash-medical museum. So there's a lot of weird stuff in there. And um, also, uh, it's a lot of cool-slash-weird stuff. And maybe it does have... How did you know that?
0: You know... Uh, I did a little Googling. I didn't want to come completely right. unprepared. All right. I have some places I want to ask you about as well. Um, okay. So, so yeah. But that was one and where so, uh, I looked up places off the beaten path. And the, the Mutter Museum is definitely one of them. And... A quick little blurb, warning, this museum is not for the faint of heart. You will see mm-hmm. exhumed bodies, piece, right here, pieces of Albert Einstein's brain and a full collection you of metcha. skulls. And this is just in their permanent exhibits. Human remains and old-fashioned medical instruments also fill the grounds. So, yeah, so this is not for the squeamish and the uh, faint
1: <laughs> of heart, that's for sure. Uh, But I'll say this. Philly has more than just museums. One thing I like about Philly that is, I'd say, unique to a lot of American cities specifically is is Philadelphia, Philly as they call it for short, is one of the few cities that I think tries hard to preserve its history. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Philadelphia is one of the original American cities. When America was established in 1776, Philadelphia was one of those cities that was you know, one of the original cities of America. So it's been around before 1776. Um, there's actually uh, something called Elfreth's Alley. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm-mm. But Elf- Elfreth's Alley is the nation's oldest continuously inhabited street. And so if you're trying to look for some history in one of the few uh, cities in America that actually cares about preserving it, check it out. It's a really cool street. I've been there. You know, it's funny because I've been there and I didn't realize until... Uh, I, like, I looked it up and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know that street. I've walked down there a bunch of times." So what happens when and you it's become a, local? It's just a weird sort of like rarity in in the United States of actual history because it's been around before the United States was even uh, a thing. So you know, not you know, it's funny too because we talk about history when we talk about say cities like Austria or or Prague, and there's history that goes back to the twelve, eleven hundreds. History in America, like legit history in America is the 1700s. So, the US was established in 1776 officially. Mm-hmm. But Elfris Alley was a thing since about the early 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 1700s. The 1700s in single digits somewhere around there. Is this a cool thing to see? And it's also in an area called Old City. Old City is a section of Philadelphia close to Center City, which is like the downtown section. And Old City is very cool for uh, bars and restaurants. It's just got a very cool vibe. Um, I'm not going to give you any specific recommendations because there's, you just, like, it depends on what you're interested in. You'll find something, I'm sure, yeah? Exactly. Exactly. One other historical thing I think is a cool thing Christ Church. It's a church, which is a very kind of rare historical thing in the U.S. specifically. But this is the church that George Washington visited. And you can actually sit in the pew that George Washington sat in. I think that oh, the that's the exact pretty same cool. pew. Uh, John Adams, Betsy Ross, so people uh, from various levels of history. Where I lived, I used to live in an area called Northern, Northern Liberties. And the thing about Northern Liberties that I realized late into my time there was that um, shoot, two birds converge. Uh, what's that poem? Two birds. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Frost, Robert Frost. No, no. Jesus Christ, this is making me so mad now. I, have. I gotta go to our Instagram. I have no idea. Ed- Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. It used to live in Northern Liberties. It wasn't. I don't know if it was called Northern Liberties there, but it's interesting though because you go there now, and it's like a uh, the specifically where he lived it was like a a, a rent control area too. So it's very interesting to like see how stuff progresses because it used to be like, oh, this is the. But no one ever said Edgar Allan, Poe, Edgar Allan Poe was like some rich, sort of like uh like he was an artist. So maybe back in the day, that area was just as like not wealthy as it is now because it's like most artists like that van gogh picasso uh da vinci become like well super super well known and super super famous way after they've already died um so there's plenty of museums google it google philadelphia museums and figure out what you're interested in you know, I could name you a couple, but I don't even think it's really worth it. Because I think it's more worth it to figure out what you're interested in. That's fair. You know, I could tell you, there's the Museum of American Revolution. There's the Constitution Center. There's the, uh, oh, those are a couple of museums. But I'm not going to go through it. the motor as I mentioned. But another thing, here's the thing. As we're talking about um, attractions, forget the Liberty Bell. Forget Ooh, it. First of all, that
0: skin, I was going to ask you if, hot takes. what your thoughts are on the Liberty Bell Center.
1: I've taken one person, mm-hmm. the originator of the bass line of our uh, theme song, Chris, to the Liberty Bell. We st- stood in line for, I'd say, a total of 30 seconds and I was like, it's a bell. Do we need to see this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it turns out actually if you walk behind it, you could see it through the glass, but it's literally a bell. Right. Don't look at it. Okay. Don't waste your time if the line is any longer than two minutes. I'm not even kidding. Okay, This sounds like a joke because it's hilarious how stupid this bell is. It's a giant bell with a crack in it. Relax. So what everyone. about
0: Independence Hall?
1: Independence Hall is cool. The thing about Independence Hall is depending on the time, there's stuff happening in the middle of it. Okay, And so like actually seeing it i'd say like i mean it's cool to look at but you're not really like i don't know like you could walk through it that's the thing about philadelphia though or i mean that's the thing about history in america in general is like it's not preserved the same way so like that's a very easy thing to walk through as you're walking through philadelphia so right next to independence hall is washington square park which is a very famous park and it's a very cool park but washington excuse me independence hall I wouldn't say it's worth going any of these things. Okay. So they're just overhyped tourist attractions. At least to me. Okay. I would say so. So then let me also... If you care about American history, maybe it's cool. But like... Let me say this. As far as cool attractions, I gave you some uh, museums. Mm -hmm. I'd say the Museum of Art is legitimately worth it because it's gigantic and it's filled with cool art. Any sort of big city art museum. I think, I'm not going to say any, but a lot, a lot of, the of ones them I'm are worth to, it. I the would DIA, say. Detroit Institute of Art in Michigan, For sure. Philadelphia, both, of you know, uh, there's the Met in, in mm-hmm. New York. I say all of those are sort of worth it because okay. like art is art and any sort of big museum can get good art. But there are other things that I think are more important to see than that. For, speaking of art, mm-hmm. there's the uh, Cherry Street Pier. If anyone now I mean anyone, pays attention to our Instagram, you would have noticed that um, that uh, many weeks ago, I in our story, there was a picture of that art piece that says something, I don't remember exactly what it said, but there was a bird and it says something about love or freedom, something about one of those two. I don't remember because it was a while ago. But that was at the Cherry Street Pier. And the cool thing about the Cherry Street Pier is it's a cool place to hang out. There's like restaurants and sort of bars like sort of I'd say like a food truck style. There's only a couple sort of food trucks, but a food truck style. But within there, there's a lot of sort of – what it is is like a place where independent artists can rent it out. So you can even – like there are composers that rent out areas. So you can even – if you're lucky, you come at the right time, you can see composers um, composing music. You can see artists working on legitimate art pieces in there. And what it is, if like – it's sort of like – well, exactly what it is. Our storage containers – and these, there's two stories of storage containers and each person rents out like a, maybe a half of a storage container. And so you just walk around it and you can see different people doing different styles of art in there. And also it's very untranslatable podcast relatable because there are different sort of like posters hanging from the ceiling that'll take a letter of the alphabet and use a different language and sort of translate a uh, like use a word from a different language to uh, like explain something about like like there's like L might say it would be Libertad, for example. Oh, this cool. is an example. I don't, I don't know exactly. That's awesome. Well, like I might be immigration in Spanish, however you say that. I, listen, I'm still learning. <laughs> By the way, everyone, listen to our next podcast, because I will be talking about a new television show I've been watching. Very nice. Completely in Spanish. Um, and the good thing about the Cherry Street Pier, which is on the Delaware River, is that right next to it is something called Penn's Landing. And Penn's Landing is sort of like a cool hangout. Sp- it's Not sort of. It's a cool hangout spot. And it has, um, if you come in the winter, it has um, ice skating. You can ice skate there. I've done it a couple times. It's very nice. And if you go in the summer, you can roller skate or rollerblade, whatever you're into. And also there are like... Uh, there's, like, foods and stuff there. And it's a very cool place to hang out because it's, there's a lot of people hanging out there. And it's on the river, so it's a nice view. There's a lot of, like, these old, sh- like, Navy ships that you can some – t- some of them have, like, bars on them. So you can actually walk onto them and hang out there. And it's very cool. And it's a very cool hangout. And right next to that, this is all on the Delaware River. So the street is Columbus Boulevard. And on this, it goes the Cherry Street Pier, which I first talked about, Penn's Landing, and then next to that is another place called the Spruce Street Harbor. So all of these are parks literally right next to each other. If you wanted, you could walk from one to another, but they're different parks. The cool thing about Spruce Street Harbor is one of the songs that we had on our Song of the Pod episode was, the, uh, it was a cover of a Spanish song. I don't remember exactly. Or not Spanish. It was Dominican, but it was like a... Uh, spoken in spanish i don't remember what the song was because i don't have the song of the pod list in front of me but the reason i bring that up there is because there's always events going on there so when i was there there was a salsa dancing class going on and that's why the spanish speaking song was relevant but then there's also different sort of fun classes that go on you don't have to pay for anything they're just outdoor and like the dj that's playing the music there will make the class happen and then also there are cool hammocks there are a lot of sort of outdoor bars and outdoor outdoor food spots and once again, it's on the Delaware River, so you can sit, up, like, sit on the river, see boats go by, see the b- beautiful George Washington Bridge. And if you want to go over to the uh, Penn's Landing where there's sort of more activities for kids, you can just walk right over. It's right next to it. And um, one other... I mean, I've been going way longer than I thought this would go. I thought I knew nothing about Philadelphia. One other th- a couple other things I think are cool. Uh, Reading Terminal. Reading Terminal is this giant uh, sort of... Uh you know Nashmarkt. you're familiar with Nashmarkt in Austria. It's like that but it's indoors. So it's and an so a indoor d- market for people out there who are un- unfamiliar with the Naschmarkt. Exactly. I just wanted you to say that so I could stop talking for at least 5 <laughs> Fair seconds. Fair enough. <laughs> the Nashmarkt, yeah, excuse me. The running terminal is great because there are uh there's places to get food mm-hmm. and there's also restaurants, like food as in like um like uh, produce but there's also a lot of cool restaurants in there and a lot of uh philadelphia style restaurants in there and one other thing the gaber well two other well we do a nightlife section don't we 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 can sure all right well we'll do this now nightlife real quick as far as things to see there's the Gayborhood, which is an area of Philadelphia. Just Google it, you'll find it. There's a lot of cool bars, and the reason it's called the Gayborhood is because it's very like a lot of uh, gay people live there, but it's also very like uh, progressive, a very cool area. But even if you're not, uh, even if you're a closed minded asshole, there are a lot <laughs> of cool uh, bars to go there in general. Also, South Street south street is a very popular street in philadelphia it's huge very long street you can walk along and see a lot of cool stores but also a lot of bars there's a german uh beer bar i would have taken you to if you ever came to philadelphia but you were obviously uh occupied and um that's it i did it you guys i did it everyone there's a lot to see in philadelphia there's a good nightlife mostly there's bars Excuse me, there's clubs, but mostly Philadelphia is a very drinking-heavy city, so there are a lot of cool bars. So I'd say... Also a jazz uh, bar, or
0: uh, f- probably a few different jazz bars, I would imagine. Let's get to that when we go to the Where to Stay section. Okay. So then next yeah. up, Jared, let's talk about some budget tips. You know, Some of our listeners out there may not have uh, Fat Pockets, um, and our students. So, what are some budget tips? I mean, obviously, many of the things you mentioned um, could be free, like checking out the parks. Also, the 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 what was it called again? The Red Reading Terminal. Reading Terminal. You know, I'm sure there mm-hmm. you can probably get museums food at depending a on the price. day or exactly. the museum. Good. Any other budget tips you have for Philly? I'd say don't do hotels.
1: Okay. Philly is a big city, and so hotels are most likely going to be overpriced because even if you're sort of outside of the city you're still going to be in the city i'll explain that later but i'd say go airbnbs go couch surfing as um as we talked about mm-hmm. plenty on this podcast sure. but i'd say airbnb i've also heard sure. i've
0: also heard there are two hostels that are pretty good in philly one okay. is called Tell me about the them. apple hostel um oh shoot and i don't remember the name of the other one um was yeah they said the apple hostel was great and i can't find the other one right now but i'm sure just look it up everyone you know how to use google exactly exactly another thing is that uh the philadelphia
1: uh subway system is good especially if you're only staying in like the popular areas and i'll talk about the popular areas in a bit when we get to uh oh i guess we're talking about where to stay uh the popular areas i used to live in one of them And so there's Center City, and that's like the quote-unquote downtown. Now, if you're looking for the budget tips, I would not recommend the downtown area, just because obviously it's going to be more expensive. I used to live in an area called Northern Liberties slash Fishtown. So they're right next to each other. You can walk from one to another. The good thing about that area is that if you're looking for uh, bars and restaurants, Northern Liberties slash Fishtown is filled with them. But also, the the uh, the Gerard Street line is a major stop on the subway, and it's uh, right in between Northern Liberties and Fishtown. Very easy to walk to. I lived probably the farthest on the farthest outskirt of Northern, Northern Liberties, and it was a 10-minute walk. So if you, depending on where Airbnb is, it's going to be no sh- longer than 10 to, 10 to 11 minutes. Another good area that I never visited a lot, but I wish I visited more, was West Philadelphia. Now, the thing about West Philadelphia is that it's a little bit a little bit further away from Center City and when I mean a little bit, I mean a little bit but it is a little further away from Center City but it's very um, Kreuzberg-esque, if you listen to our last travel tips about Berlin, very sort of hipstery Northern Liberties and Fishtown is hipstery too, but I'd say that West Philadelphia is more old school hipstery Old Town is good too Old City, excuse me, is good too It's going to be a little bit more expensive but it's very, it's a very, right next to uh, Center City and it's a very cool area to stay in and uh, Center City, if you can afford it, um, obviously it's going to be the most expensive because it's right in the center. is great to stay in. There's a lot of places, and it'll be very close to the neighborhood, for example, Old City. And even if you wanted to visit places like North Liberties or, or uh, Fishtown, it'll be at most a 20-minute uh, subway ride. Now, what to watch out for? Philadelphia, if anyone's never uh, Googled it, could be a dangerous city. Could be. Now that's if it's most like most big cities. If you're in the dangerous area, whether you understand the city or not, you'll recognize that you're in a dangerous area. So I'll tell you what the dangerous areas are, but you'll notice uh, pretty quickly. Northern Philadelphia. Now this might be offensive to some of our Northern Philadelphia visitors, but if you're a tourist, just don't, just don't. West Philadelphia is a very cool area. But if you go to the outskirts of it, it'll start to get a little dangerous. I remember one thing I wanted to talk about. South Philadelphia. Now, there is a large argument between Patrogino's. Don't go to either of those.
0: Patrogino's. <laughs> is this a pizza place? I need to actually, no, the Philly cheesesteak. Okay, of course. Philly cheesesteak. Okay.
1: so But the thing about... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the thing about Pats and Gino's is, I would say if you're actually looking for a legit cheesesteak, don't go there because those are like sort of like the go to places. But Pats and Gino's are on 9th, uh, 9th Street. And the cool thing about, uh, about 9th Street is that it's, it has the Italian market. And so it's very cool to walk down. And it's pretty like that section where the Italian market is, it's pretty cool to walk down. And it's in uh, South Philadelphia. And South Philadelphia in general is not dangerous. It's just if you start going to the outskirts. But the thing about the outskirts and the thing about Philadelphia is there's really no reason for, um, for you to go there. Because once you, once you start getting to the, uh, the dangerous areas, you're getting more to the uh, like the residential areas. You know what I mean? And so like any tourist, there's really no reason to go there. Uh, but... I would recommend Jim's Steaks, which is on Columbus Boulevard, if you're trying to get legit. It takes a little bit longer to wait in line, but it's so funny, too, because you, when you're waiting in line, they'll like apologize for the wait, but they'll be like, the reason to wait so long is if we make this fresh. We're not like Passenginos. <laughs> we don't just mass-produce this garbage. Throw, throw they're garbi- the shade, like garbage. Like, literally, they'll throw shade at Passenginos while you're waiting. And Passenginos, the reason I bring those up right now, because like, they're literally like on 9th Street on the Italian area, in the Italian okay. area, like right across the street from each other.
0: Have you ever been to Philadelphia? Nope. Okay. This, this episode, though, makes me really want to go. I
1: love Philadelphia.
0: I think it's great, and I think it's uh, one of the few,
1: like especially for us that likes to talk about like a lot of European cities, it's one of the few American cities that can actually provide some history to it. So That's what I like about it a lot. Um, all right. So let's talk about um, what to watch out for. As I mentioned, there's there are definitely dangerous areas. I'm not even going to gonna sugarcoat it. But the good thing about Philadelphia is if you're a tourist, there's really no reason to go there. Because um, you're going to be in a pretty residential area. And even if you don't know Philadelphia, it'll be pretty clear quickly. that's like, huh, I don't think uh, the bar we're going to is in this area. Now... I don't think that like, pit pocket is a thing in, in the U.S. like it is in Europe. I don't even think you have to concern yourself with that. So I'd say dangerous neighborhoods. I would say um, Pat's and Geno's. So if you're looking for a legit cheesesteak, which is a very common Philadelphia thing, I'd say watch out for Pat's and Geno's. It's cool to see because there's always a lot going around in that area. But literally uh, uh, Jim steaks is like a five-minute uber down the road from uh Pat's and Gino, so just take the uber or lyft because i use lyft because i'm woke and uh go to gyms I, i'm not even good taste buds
0: it. will thank you
1: <laughs> yes yes you betcha um so there's really not much to look out for except for it can be dangerous if you go to the wrong areas that's really it and another thing is it's very walkable but no but it's walkable based on neighborhood so west philadelphia is very walkable center city is very walkable northern liberty slash fishtown they're right next to each other both very walkable as one thing you can walk from one to the other easily all old, uh, old city very walkable uh but you're it's hard to get from one to the other by walking and so you i'd say public transportation is good and it's gotten a lot better you used to have to use tokens like legitimate tokens but they finally switched to cards or like you can buy passes and so, like, I have, like, this pass where you could, like, swipe it on the little thing, and it'll have, like, a turn. So, like, now the public transportation is much better. So definitely keep that in mind. But also, the good thing about Philadelphia is it's big, but the area where good stuff is happening is no, no further than, I'd say, 20 minutes away from anything. Maybe if you go to West Philly, the farthest would be 30 minutes. So lift rides are not prohibitively expensive,
0: I would say. Nice. So, Jared, if... I wanted to go to Philly. How long would I need mm-hmm. to stay there to really kind of get a good taste of Philly, get the vibe of the city, see some cool stuff, really experience it? What would you suggest? I would say four to five days.
1: Four to five you can days? Obviously, okay. do it longer than that. Sure. But if you like museums, if you like history, if you like uh, good food, another one thing I want to say about good food. Budget tip. I'm sorry I'm all over the place. It's been a long couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about Philadelphia is there are a lot of BYOB restaurants. For, these, for those of you that don't know, BYOB means bring your own booze. And so it makes it a lot cheaper. And the good thing about it being cheaper is not only is it cheaper, but there are a lot of good like, food options. And so like, you can just buy your – especially Mexican food. And so buy tequila and go to a Mexican restaurant. Great idea. And not only are you going to get a much better mix, because a lot of the re- Mexican restaurants that make their own, you know, that sell boot uh, alcohol, usually it's just like some sort of generic, almost sort of margarita mix that you can get from like a grocery store. But the good thing about a BYOB place is that they put more effort into the margarita mix and uh, you can bring your own tequila and make it as strong as you want. So you it's go. a win-win. Um, so I'd say take advantage of BYOB. One thing to keep in mind is a lot of BYOB restaurants are cash only. And so just be prepared. A lot of them have ATMs in there. But if you're prepared, you could go to an ATM for your bank and not have to pay the charge. But, you know, it's you know, even if you don't, all of them will have ATMs in there. So you're not going to be screwed and be like, hey, uh, can I wash a couple dishes? <laughs> right. So I would say <laughs> stay for four to five days. But you can easily do longer, especially if you like museums, especially if you like museums. And I would say at the shortest, three days. Okay. That way you can get a good cheesesteak. You can see a, cool, a couple cool bars. Go to the Rocky Museum, which is the Museum of Art, kind of the biggest museum. And check out like the Schuylkill River or check out like a cool place on the Delaware River. The Schuylkill River doesn't have cool bars like the Delaware River, but the Schuylkill River has a cool sort of um, like, pathway that you can walk and along. And there's a and park, it's right right? Next to Center. S- yeah, it's all kind of a park like along it. And it's right next to Center City, so it's easy to walk along and then go right back to Center City. Perfect. So I'd say stay for about uh,
0: four to five days for an ideal trip. And as Jared mentioned earlier, ideally an Airbnb or maybe a hostel, yeah, couch, couch surfing. surfing, something like this. Unless, Because mm-hmm. unless hotels will be pricey. Exactly, unless you're trying to really make it rain and uh, exactly yeah. get
1: a hotel. Or if you come at it like an off-season time. I bet you in winter hotels might be more uh more affordable obviously would you recommend visiting touristy.
0: philly in the winter though
1: if you're used to the colds if you're from a, a warm climate no. Nah. if you're from a place like michigan okay or if you're from a place like sweden norway finland canada. denmark canada go for philadelphia it. philadelphia winters are pretty mild
0: okay nice mm-hmm. sweet all right well how did I do, you Chad? You did great. How did I, do? Uh, I did nothing this episode, but I really <laughs> loved listening to your tips. We could have made this an hour long easily, yeah. but I think Jared really did a great job condensing it into some great gems for all of you people who will hopefully be Philly-goers in the near future. Let us know what you think. Uh, you can shoot us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. If you have Pleasure any other tips or tricks for Philly, also let us know. Uh, we would love to hear please. it, but I think Jared has all the bases covered. I feel very confident. But saying I know that. we have
1: listeners there, so don't, don't, don't be quiet.
0: That's right. I know. I see you. You That's can't right. hide from me. Also, please check out our YouTube channel. We have our episodes up there, as well as songs of the pod and uh, a German language playlist. And hopefully, we'll have a few other languages coming out in the near future for you as well. And please, 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 everybody, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know what we can do better. What other travel tips love. you would like us to give you as well? Because we are here for you, also, and we hope you enjoy. Yes, Jared? Once again,
1: I just want to make this clear. Both the Everyone, pay attention to these backgrounds. Keep those in mind. I would highly recommend you listen to our next episode, because Chad and I have a lot to talk about.
0: Yes, we do. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We really appreciate it. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Travel Tips, bon voyage, yakyame, a muchas gracias.